Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the drills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. We are live on twitch.tv slash podcast because we are your AEW Dynamates. Dynamates, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. You were gonna you thought I was gonna say friends. Friends. But we're your dynamates. Yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. What's up? We're watch we watched some AEW tonight, and that's what we're gonna talk about. Uh, at Up Next Podcast, follow, subscribe, whatever podcast app you're using. Hello, welcome to the show. We talked all about some spring breaking mm-hmm. last night with um, Up Next. Somewhat positive, I think. Yeah, we were fair. Yeah. We were stern but fair. There was some great wrestling on that show. Uh, we also joined Wei Ting on the post-wrestling like daily news show, and we talked a bit more about some NXT, some AEW game stuff, just a whole bunch of stuff. So that was a lot of fun, too. I think that's up there on their their feed and their YouTube and stuff. Uh, so we've been all over the place. Um, and then, of course, here today, talking about some more AEW. Um, I feel like there's a lot going on. with like There's a pay-per-view coming up. There's the Forbidden Door pay-per-view down the line. We got Best of the Super Juniors. With Ooh, that being announced? Yeah. Some foreigners involved. It's, uh, what, Wheeler Utah from yeah. AEW. Uh, I think Ace Austin, isn't he? From Impact, Ace Austin. I think, is going over. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. That that that's already two different companies sending over people. I think it's going to be Wheeler Yuta versus Despy as the his first match. So that should be pretty sweet. Um, yeah, TJP. I think Alex Zane. Who, okay, wasn't he? Is he the Taco Bell guy? I always get confused who the Taco Bell guy. Is. Maybe, but uh, 
he's, um, he's going to be in it as well. But Wheeler Ewer being L. in L. Lindemann as well, I think, who wasn't like early AEW. Okay. With with the he's with the like with Sema and that. Yeah. I think he's in the tournament. Okay. Well, you know who else is Master Wado. Oh, that's so, my pick. Yeah. Uh, so there should be some pretty cool matches. I might have to check that out, especially with Wheeler Yuta being this like project that seems to be working because every time you see him now on Dynamite, he's over. So him being in the best of the Super Juniors is is pretty sweet. I think that's a pretty big deal, and and that just means they'll have foreigners in the G one. I would think so and hope so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very promising. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's a given at this point that there will be. Are they? They're still not allowed to clap or not? They can only clap. I think so. Yeah, it's still clap crowd. Yeah, um, what a clap. They'll crowd. get away from it eventually. I hope so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we did record some other podcasts this week that you should check out. We did a was next retro NXT talking all about some 2013 NXT. Sami Zayn and his uh, probably the best Jack Swagger match I've ever seen. I think so. I've got to NXT. check out that Christian match. Apparently, we've, we we do some digging. We do some digging. Yeah. Uh, you ever want to know about the history of the boss? Sasha Banks and how she gets that edge. Well, Summer Rae may be the instigator mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then Scott Dawson and Rusev are somehow a tag team. Yes. Now, yeah, money making team. And will they go to Sizzler? That's the yeah. That's Golden the Corral this week. Golden yeah. Corral. That's the spot to go to. Yeah. Uh, well, then we also did one that's kind of tying in with some AEW stuff. AEW is doing the Owen How Owen Hart Foundation tournament. And we thought, well, we, we know how we celebrate people in, in our podcast ways. We talk about the best of their career. That means we're doing best match ever, Owen Hart. And, well, we recorded that today, and that was pretty awesome. We got to, of course, check out and talk about the Brett matches and kind of the ones you would figure. But, like always, we find the hidden gems. Yeah, we touch on a bit of New Japan. Yeah. Uh, Wild Pegasus. Yeah, a bit of Stampede. Liger. Some some European shows, some Monday Night Raws. Like, yeah, a lot yeah. we're talking about there. Yeah, so that was a whole lot of fun talking all about the best of Owen Hart. And uh, that'll be out this weekend. But, yeah, I uh, can't wait for you guys to hear it because it was, it was fun times going back and watching some of the best matches. But, yeah, that's all out on the Patreon as well. Next week, I think, is Friday the 13th. So we're doing Friday the 13th Part 2 the debut of Jason Voorhees. So get your feedback in for that as well. But all these podcasts are out on our Patreon. And of course, it's only five bucks a month to get access to all these shows, everything else coming out this month and everything in that back catalog, all the best matches ever, retro pay-per-view reviews, all that stuff. And it's only five bucks. So go give us a shot. And also may the fourth be with you. Oh, if you want to yes. have like a little sample of other stuff we kind of do on the Patreon. Uh, we've got all our Star Wars reviews on this very free feed. So go back, check them out. Yeah. Check out our Batman shows, all of that. Yeah, so many podcasts that we have done, especially in that Patreon vault there. There's just everything. But yeah, five bucks, go check us out and uh, support the BBE. And yeah, uh, I guess we can dive into some... Oh, oh, there was one other thing. I don't know. Sometimes I, I'm, I'm, I find myself on Twitter... And a TMZ thing will pop up. And I was like, wow, man, Dave Chappelle getting tackled. Pretty wild. Yeah. Chris Rock. Guy broke his arm, didn't he? I mean, the security he probably a knife broke or a... his legs or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
damn. Uh, but then Chris Rock grabs the mic and goes, was that Will Smith? <laughs> Which got, got a laugh from me as well. But yeah. And as I was looking at all the memes and all the craziness that came with Dave Chappelle being tackled today, I saw TMZ post another story. And it was a quite an interesting story. Okay. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. starting his own wrestling promotion. Nice. Yeah. I swear I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> Why would that? That sounds so is strange. Your, is your likely or unlikely uh, right, though? Yeah. D- d- did it count for like him just starting or was it like will air? You're, you're likely unlikely. No, I went back and found the clip and okay. I say I, I said... A likely or unlikely, this is from the worst of best of shows from post wrestling. We, and I, I said, likely or unlikely, Freddie Prince Jr. or Macaulay Culkin will start a wrestling promotion. And I mean, now it's come true. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. He, his vision is a unionized, uh, wrestling company. So it will be treated more like a TV show and he'll, Union. Basically, they'll be able to join SAG, SAG, which I know a lot of the wrestlers in the UK with equity, they're able to get UK equity, which is kind of a similar sort of thing. So um, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I hope it becomes a thing. I think it sounds quite different. Imagine like a a soap opera for for like mixed with wrestling, whether the wrestling like, I feel like there is room for that. I feel like if, the, if that's the direction they want to go, make it more Hollywood. Mm. I think it it could be another TV show that people would get Have into. Have it more like a Friday Night Lights kind of thing. Like, all these people's lives and stuff, and them at home. And then on Friday, they go and have a match. Like, the show heals, but then the matches are the matches. Yeah. Like, actual matches yeah, yeah. in the storylines. Yeah, I feel like that's the direction he would go into that. But, uh, once again, I'm the crystal ball when it comes to ridiculous... Things I say things and manifested people. I just thought, hey, he 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 since then started his his podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, which you should check out. Uh, but then now he's he's saying he's starting wrestling. Well, good for him. He's Fred from Scooby Doo to me. He's awesome. I know what one of his pay per views should be called. I know what you did last SummerSlam. <laughs> I know what you did last Summerfest. <laughs> can't use SummerSlam, but yeah, I know what you did last Summerfest. Yeah, that would be good. Or like Prince of the Ring, yeah, that could be another thing. His tournament to crown the prince every every year. Uh, there's there's so many things you could do. With. I don't know any other movies that he's in. Actually, yeah, I don't know many. That was kind of it. <laughs> Is he in Cool Intentions? No. Is he? No. no. He'll have it. In, he'll have one anyways. What's his name? Will show up too. You know, Sarah Michelle Gellar will come in. Someone's got to have a Buffy gimmick. She's all that. She's all that. That should be his women's tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Good, great. And and then I know what you did last summer, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember what you did last summer. I still remember. Yeah, good stuff. I'm excited. Uh, honestly, like, hey, why not? There's probably him in connection with some people that know how to do wrestling. I, I, I was reading on Twitter, so don't take this as a grain of salt, but that maybe Eric Bischoff is somewhat in his corner as well, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But uh, still, more wrestling <laughs> is more, what we need, more right? More wrestling. Is what we need. From Freddie Prince Jr. Shout out the Prince, Freddie Prince. Um, yeah, and then there's some dynamite from. First tonight. of all, I, oh, I think we got to pour one out, don't we? Where we, who we? Stu pour? Grayson. Yeah, but I feel like that's he's not actually gone, and he's is that premature? Yeah, I hope he's not. I hope 
that he's not gone because mm. that would be such a shame. I do love that guy. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Player too. Um, but no, I hope that's not a, a sure thing. We lost Joey Janela. We did lose Joey. Poor Janela. White Claw out for yeah. Joey Janela. But you know what? He's, he's doing his own thing on the indies and stuff anyways. He's kicking ass out there. So like, I think that's kind of what he seems like. I'm sure it was great to be paid, but mm. like, he seems like GCW is his thing right now. But, uh, was there any, I feel like, it, we're going to start talking about AEW releases yeah. these days. Wow. Crazy. Will people turn on AEW? Jack Evans, but I think we can hold that off for later. Jack Evans? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's missed. Yeah. You don't pour one out. You burn one out for Jack right. Evans. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke him if you got Smoke for Jack Evans. Uh, well, AEW Dynamite from Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. And may the 4th be with you. We have Adam Cole coming out. He's going to join the commentary desk because his buddy Bobby Fish is going up against Jeff Hardy one-on-one in a qualifier for the Owen tournament. And uh, I still uh, this is Jeff Hardy's first singles match uh, yeah. here. Um and first one for a while since WWE. Yeah, true. So here he comes out, they call him the charismatic enigma. He's doing the dancing. I'm getting hype. I love it. And Bobby starts beating him with a series of strikes and kicks to the leg, a dragon screw, and then again on the outside. Uh, he counters the jawbreaker from Jeff with a knee to the face, but then eventually ends up getting the jaw broken. There's then a leg drop to the nuts from Jeff Hardy. Goes for the swanton, but it's blocked. And then Fish hits his avalanche falcon arrow, which he hits. It like looks awesome. No one else. Yeah. yeah. He then turns it, it's a kick out, so he turns it into a knee bar, which also looked really fresh. And then Jeff eventually gets out of that, climbs up to the top, and hits the whisper in the wind, and then eventually gets fished down again and hits the swanton bomb. And since Jeff has been in AEW, he just loves just landing on these guys. I think he's got to at this age. Yeah, he has. Like, I ain't taking this on my hip, so sorry. Sorry, guys. Flex. Yeah. Well, Jeff Hardy pins. Bobby Fish and will go into the Owen Hart tournament. And I, I think I, s- I said on the post show today, I think he's the only one who's actually like wrestled. He's actually wrestled Owen. Yeah. So that's crazy that he's in this tournament all these years later. But so Jeff Hardy wins with a Swanton. Yeah. Uh, enjoyable opener here. Um, I lo- I've really enjoyed Bobby Fish in AEW, actually. I think a lot of his singles matches really delivered. Um, I will be interested because Adam Cole kept on going on about every member of, uh, like the undisputed elite are going to be, well, sorry, what the three of them, like UE essentially yeah, yeah. are going to be in this tournament and Bobby Fish failed to get in. So, uh, we kind of had, I felt before Kyle arrived, that sort of Bobby Fish was letting the team down a bit. So it's always like those little seeds that can still build for later in that I like. Yeah. So after the match, it's their, their, Cole is still just at the desk, and it's Kyle just there. And then the Bucks stare down. The Young Bucks come out, still wearing their spring breaking outfits from last night. And they stare down the Hardys, but there's no attack, which it, it did make it more interesting. Yeah, it was kind of... Yeah, uh, the Bucks are in, in the middle of everyone. I feel like, right. like they're starting to see the light a little. But then they joined the Undisputed. They joined them, but reluctantly, yeah. and they're still... You know, they're giving Hangman that space he needs when right. Cole was feuding with him. I think they have this respect with the Hardys. It makes it more previous. interesting. Yeah, it does. Yeah, instead of just another beatdown and, and announcing the match or a tag match, which will happen for sure here in AEW. 
We get a video from, well, actually, I have to give thoughts on the first match because I actually really liked it. I love, I love Jeff Hardy and I thought, you're right. Bobby Fish looked pretty good. It's exactly what it needed to, mm. to be. And it had some pretty cool stuff in between the two. The styles meshed pretty well, I thought. Uh, and they're kind of around the similar age, I think. Bobby and Jeff? Oddly enough, yeah. We go to a video for William Regal and the Blackpool Combat Club. William Regal, this is a pretty cool video, actually. He says, the eyes are the windows to the soul, and it's the scars that tells the story of what your soul holds. And scars separate from people who won't get in this ring. And then he talks about if you give 100 people a knife, they'd they'd 99 of them would stab... That per the person they hate the most, but us in the Blackpool Combat Club, we wouldn't. We would do it with our hands, and we, that's how we would get our pleasure. And he's we, like, "You're not going to remember, yeah. a stabbing." I feel like I, I would hit. remember being stabbed. I probably remember being stabbed, but we'll make you f- remember. But the, the scar, yeah, the scars we leave <laughs> on you, you'll remember forever, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, remember John Cena was stabbed by Jesus. Carlito's henchman in SmackDown 2004. I swear you said John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> no, John Cena. John Cena, not John Cena. I was like, what? No, no. He, was, he may have been stabbed. I don't know. By a guy named Jesus. But like stab, stabbings do can, can affect you. I, yeah. It's very, they sound very painful, terrible. Uh, I thought this was awesome, though. This, this video. This is great. Yeah, this video is great with R- William Regal looking all serious and sassy. And all these kind of shots of almost them training, but it was just Regal like beating the shit out of Utah. Yeah, but like it was awesome. Tough it's, love. It's, it's kind explaining of what this faction actually is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I, I think these guys are awesome. The gritty, manly men in, that like to fight. Well, this is when they uh, remind us that Wheeler Yuta will be in the best of the Super Juniors. And uh, was was it someone who told us today that it, he has family actually in Japan and like oh, that really? it's like that's even crazier for him to go over there? Sweet. Uh, someone told us that in a group. Um, but we go to the match, the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Butcher and the Blade and Angelico. Okay, so... A lot to unpack here. I've got to... Got to be fair. Yesterday, yeah. I was very upset because um, Dexter Loomis has gone from NXT, and they they wrote him off with Indy just looking at his hand, right? Her hand, sorry. Yeah. Didn't even get the moment with Angelico looking looking over his He's shoulder dancing. and not seeing Jack. He's dancing and just where is he? Where's where is he? Jack. We didn't even get the entrance. I was so upset. We haven't seen this guy for so long. Didn't get his entrance. Hold on, Jack. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I we didn't even see his entrance. No, yet. I'm so upset. And that's just a Travis Steven itself. And that just put me in yeah. a for the rest of the day. <laughs> I would have just liked to see him dance again. Yeah, you're booking Angelico on a show. Come on, let him dance. Peter. It's like it's like uh, it Suzuki Gate all over again. Yeah, I feel like you should have done the the dance and then just the the look. Unless unless we need an on site reporter to let us know because he he did make an entrance, right? Like yeah, he, they probably did during break or something. But yeah. Damn, pour one out for Jack Evans. Pour one out. We get this match though, and it's Angelico who's in there, and it's he tries to get Danielson in some sort of 
almost like a submission that we've seen him do crucifix abdominal stretch. And he's mm. kind of dancing a little bit there, but Danielson doesn't want any of that and just starts to beat the shit out of him. Yuta is, Yuta is tagged in and the crowd go absolutely bonkers for him here. And he's hitting all sorts of crazy moves. There's a German suplex on the butcher, which was huge. There's a series of lariats from him. Mox now comes in and he's hitting lariats of his own, just King Kong lariats everywhere. Any way you can go. And then finally you get the, the, the three way beat down here. They need a name for this finish where it's like, it's a, it's fatality, really. It's okay. Let's just murder these people right now. It reminds me of that team, like MMA thing we watched. Yeah. Where it's like five on Group five fighting, and you just run fighting. at them and just start pounding them. And yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. It's once one of them's got me in with the elbows, the rest are fucked. The rest are down as well. Yeah. When you, when you want something to watch YouTube, like team fighting, I think it was called, mm. where like the teams fight. Yeah. It's really weird, but it's kind of entertaining. But so was this match. But yeah. this is what it needed to be. Them I, kicking the shit out of more people. I just love the presentation of it. And I think at the moment, quite happy with just this until we get some sort of feud. Um, who who do you see the match for double or nothing being for these guys? I have no idea. Because I can see at this point it being a six-man at double or nothing and maybe a six-man at the New Japan thing. Yeah, I just don't know who they would fight here because I, I think House of Black and Death Triangle are tangled up. Yeah. So it won't be them. It's not Jericho and them. It's not Kingston and them. So what three like what three people could it, I could don't know. it be? So. They need to beat more people yeah. up. Unless, I, can't, I can't think of any opponents for them right now, but do, I do find the idea of trios matches for these guys interesting. Uh, do a triple threat between the three of them. What, House of Black? And- <laughs> William Regal just grabs the pool cue. No, no, no. William Regal says, guys, come to Double or Nothing in your gear. The three of them are in the ring. He breaks the pool oh, cue. Oh, between the three. says, right, fight. <laughs> No, uh, that would be cool, but no, they need uh, a team to fight. Leone in the group is suggesting Jungle Men and Christian. Right, okay, for the titles? Or, we need trio titles too here. Yeah, I don't know. And also ask you what AEW faction would you join? <laughs> <laughs> like as cool as I think the Blackpool lads are, uh, I don't know if I fit in there. I'm a little, I'm a little softer than those guys, so I don't know. I would probably... Too bad. Are the wingmen still a thing? I think they are. <laughs> uh, that, that's a safe. That's a safe bet for me. I probably picked the. You joined the wingmen. No, no. Let me think about. It. What about you? The baddies. <laughs> wait, wait. No, I wasn't ready. <laughs> no, no. I wasn't I'm, ready. I'm in the baddies. No, I want to be in the baddies. <laughs> no, too late. <laughs> now I'm in the saddies. <laughs> <laughs> you chose the fucking wingmen. <laughs> what else is there? Fuck. There's uh the, the house AFO. Of- House of Black, AFO. I could be the new Jack Evans. You could. I can't do as many backflips as him, though. There's House of Black. There's um, uh, the Elite. The Elite, Undisputed yeah. Elite. There's uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. <laughs> you do like Jericho. Yeah, but I don't appreciate him that much lately. Maybe I should, but damn, I want to be in the baddies. I feel like you'd have fun with those guys. Yeah, they look like a fun time. Angelo... Can I wear a hat Hulk like Garcia? Yeah. <laughs> Kangle? Yeah. <laughs> Red Rock Kangle. Uh, I forget what now we were saying. Oh, the teams that would face Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Do Christian and the Jungle guys against those guys. And then what? Christian turns on Jungle Boy at the pay-per-view? He's got too soon, surely. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, but that could be all right. And then I guess some sort of unit would face them at the New Japan mm. show. 
as well. Yeah, or something. I would think so. We go to Ricky Starks and Hobbs backstage with Tony, and uh, well, they they're kind of running their mouth because they beat Swerve and Keith Lee, and that means you know they're they're a team now, and they've had some wins, and maybe they could be in contention for the titles when Jurassic Express walk in Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and their dad Christian, and he says, "Okay, I hear you. I've been hearing you." So they they make a deal to have a shot. And Jungle Boy says, well, maybe I'll give you a shot if you give me a shot at your FTW title. And then, yeah, then they eventually make this match official next week. So Jungle Boy one-on-one with Starks. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen a Jungle Boy singles for a while. So A little while. Well, the one with Kyle. Oh, yeah. That was like a week ago. Wasn't yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, no, that should be all right. But do you, do you see Stark, Starks and Hobbs? Taking the titles from them, I don't see that. Um, I don't know. It depends if you want to move, um, like Jungle Boy onto the Christian feud. Maybe you do. Maybe mm. you have a bit of a surprise win. You mm. know, put yeah. it on these guys, and then they can feud, like go back with the Swerve and Lee thing, maybe. Or I don't know. I feel I feel these guys have kind of challenged everyone, like faced everyone there is to face at this point, and maybe. It would help uh, Hobbs and um, Starks be taken a bit more seriously, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I do like. I did love that match on Rampage mm. against Swerve and Lee. I thought it was great. Uh, we go to well, no, well then there's Keith Lee and Swerve who are like a little upset that they're like, we're not done. We're not. You, you know, our yeah. business isn't over yet. You can't. You can't just forget about us. Uh, and then we get to hear Swerve in our glory. That was their catchphrase. Swerve in our glory. I think there was. There's got to be something else, like limit. Swerve, limit swerve. Swerve, swerve in our limit. glory probably makes. Swerve in our like. It should have been like because you will, and then he should have cut him off and went swerve in our glory, and then they go. They, huh. they bricked they Jensen it. Yeah, he should have done <laughs> it. It would have been. It would have been the, like the little cherry on top. Swerve in our glory. What does that even mean? Either swerve. Got to swerve in our glory. In our glory. Yeah. We go to Wardlow, who's being escorted to the ring with security, a lot of security, and he's handcuffed, no music. MJF comes out and says, Pig, here's your opponent. And he says, I'd love to be ha- I- I'd love to say I'm happy to be in Baltimore again, but then I'd be a lying piece of shit, which definitely made <laughs> me chuckle. He introduces Wardlow's opponent, William Morrissey. Yeah. The big dub. He uh, comes out with uh, some big black jeans on, no shirt. I guess he couldn't find a stitch to wear. But uh, Morrissey coming down here with this no no Enzo, just no no big cast. Well, they see they were presenting him as Impact's W Morrissey. Yeah, here W Morrissey, but he yeah. said William Morrissey. So I guess that's his real name. I, I guess. Yeah, W. Yeah. I never knew that's what it meant. So I, I um, guess that's what it meant. Yeah, I, I think we were. He, this was heavily teased last week, and I think we were wondering whether that was a big swerve uh, in our glory yeah. or or not. Uh, it wasn't. It was big Cass. Cool, big guy. Yeah, he's been a like a main eventer in Impact these days. I mean, he's seven foot tall, and you can't yeah, teach that. Yeah. So uh, I forget the rest of their what was. But a boom, realist guy. Yeah, that's right. Room. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Remember when you... Uh... Tag Team Tinder? 
And that was your opening line. <laughs> it worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was not And soft. then she was future endeavoured. Oh, oh, damn. Uh, the East River Crossing. Yeah. What else did they say? Yeah, they had a bunch of great lines. Elbow, wasn't it? Enzo and Cass. They had some great lines, didn't they? They had some, we had some fun times as wrestling fans with Enzo and Cass. Uh, the crowd here were very split because the crowd were chanting, we want Enzo. And then the rest of the crowd were chanting, no, we don't. Yeah. So very split. Did, do you want Enzo? Not overly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I, I feel, I think a lot of people might have been disappointed by this, but, at the end of the day, this is just a TV match for Wardlow. So I don't mind a little hype. I was watching the show anyway. It does give a bit of interest. Who's it going to be? And yeah, big cast, I think, to an audience who are maybe kind of don't follow much of what else is going on. He was a big deal for a bit in WWE. And from things I've heard and from what I've seen in Impact, he has somewhat improved. So cool. Yeah, it's not like they brought him in to feud with Danielson. No. <laughs> and it's not like this is a pay-per-view where we're going, we've got a hot new signing, and it's W. Morrissey. W. Morrissey. All I want to do is listen to the Smiths now. Yeah. All, it's good. Uh, Morrissey is bigger than Wardlow. He is seven foot tall. You can't teach that. He's big booting and beating down on Wardlow here. They start brawling around the ring. When we get back in, he hits him with a series of slugs. And then when Wardlow runs the ropes, he gets caught with the big boss man slam. Or is that the East Coast River? I think the East lunch? River Crossing is his like sidewalk slam, is it not? Oh, okay. Oh, that's it's just a sidewalk slam, though. Let me let me look at his profile. Does he have a list of? Is there a way to look at the lists? Pro of Wrestling his, Wiki thing. They better have nicknames for his wrestling moves. Uh, Wardlow eventually gets the offense. He, he's on the top rope and hits a moonsault to a standing Morrissey, but Wardlow also lands on his feet. He loses his balance a little bit, but he lands on his feet here. That was crazy impressive considering the size of Wardlow. The East River Crossing is the sit-out swinging side slam. So yeah. That's the boss man that's slam. That's the boss man slam. Yeah. Damn, nice. The Empire Elbow, that's the one, not the Manhattan Elbow. Empire Elbow. Yeah. Great. Sorry. As you were. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> Well, Wardlow is hype. He pulls down the straps and hits a huge powerbomb. I mean, this was a powerbomb, if I've ever seen. This guy is massive, and he, this was, yeah, impressive. And one, two, three, just the one powerbomb. He's like, yeah, that's probably enough. That was hard. (laughs) So Wardlow gets the win. Uh, I actually quite enjoyed this towards the end. Um, These are two very big lads wrestling here. Uh, but I think once he hit that moonsault, you saw the crowd really, like they were all standing up yeah. and really getting into it. I think the presentation of um, of uh, Wardlow has been fantastic. I love his entrance now. It's like the it's like the old Goldberg entrance, like everyone's chanting Wardlow. Yeah. He's got the security. The visuals. But he's cuffed. Like, yeah. I, I really love it. And I kind of hope he somewhat keeps this entrance. That would be wild. Because it really works. And it just... I think the crowd seemed to just be really entertained by this. And then we got the post-match after. But yeah, that powerbomb was crazy. And really, if you're bringing in someone like a a W. Morrissey, that's what you want. Like, I'm not looking for a crazy five-star match between these two guys. But if I can see one big lad pick up another big lad and throw him down, I'm like, yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought this was pretty sweet with that powerbomb. Uh, after the match, yeah, MJF... 
basically gets on the microphone after Wardlow beats the shit out of all the security guards. Everyone. And like then everyone running out. Does a, like what, the awesome bomb on one guy onto all of them on the outside, like, yeah. like bowling with humans. <laughs> it was pretty much like that. Uh, and then MJF says, you know, you want out of your contract. I know what you want. And basically says, I bet you want a match with me. And says that they, maybe they will have a match and maybe, you know, he will release him from the contract, but there'll be a contract signing next week to see the implications because there's always implications with MJF. Mm. But yeah. In Long Island. In his in MJF hometown. hometown. So he's going to be the baby face again. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this that'll time. be interesting because people are really into this Wardlow thing. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they do this. When it was the punk thing, it made so much sense because you had him in Chicago all the time. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know with this, but I think it will be an entertaining segment. I can imagine it being what the conditions are. He's got to wrestle with handcuffs on. Or oh, something no. Something like that. How is he going to powerbomb him with handcuffs? Well, he'll break him because he's so strong. It's Mr. Mayhem. I feel like that's that would suck. I, feel I like don't know. There needs to be something. Yeah, there needs it'll to be. It'll be him and Sean Spears against him. No, it's got to be like a gauntlet. It's got to mm. be like Mortal Kombat Towers here. You got to go through. You got to face Sean Spears. You got, wait, he doesn't have any FTR anymore, so that yeah. won't be it. Oh, he doesn't have... He's, he's got, but he pays have, people, doesn't he? Yeah, you can have like him fight at the pay-per-view, yeah. like do a gauntlet thing to get to MJF, and then MJF actually still beats him. Ooh. And then gets the, the title shot. And then Roddy Strong gets mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, why would Roddy just... Because, wait, I, I fought five people. Yeah, but you lost against the six. You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Roddy got mad at the Creed's, right. Uh, that could be the way to go. I don't know. Just a singles match. And if, if MJF wins, Wardlow is, is like terminated or like. Or freed from his contract. No, that's if Wardlow wins. Okay. So what does MJF get if he wins? Still got to be with him under MJF's control. Oh, okay. Then Wardlow would win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but Wardlow. But you could see if they want, like, Tony Khan is like, he's released from his contract with MJF. He's going to come out but with But like, I've spent so much money this last year. <laughs> I can't give you a contract, Wardlow. Maybe. Yeah. No, that would be that would be cool. If he wins and then TK comes out and then he signs the yeah. contract on Max's back. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, right. what what would these implications be? Something. Yeah. Something. Uh, after this, we go to Britt Baker backstage with Jamie Hayter. And they're there with Ruby and Tony Storm. And Britt and Hater make fun of Ruby and Tony because uh, they're like, did you purposely wear matching like leather tops? Crop tops. <laughs> Crop tops. And they mock the rocker chicks like, yeah, punk rock. And uh, Ruby's like, you know what? All you do is talk. You do this every week. Like, look, you guys, you're a loser. All you do is talk. You're not the champion. So they basically say there's going to be a, a matchup. I feel like this, this promo but, happens. But every when week. is the match going to happen? I don't know. Rampage? At 5.30 Eastern time on Rampage. Oh, yeah, because Rampage is, like, changed because, you know, there's so so much playoffs. So, yeah, all these, like, backstage segments tonight were them plugging Rampage at this earlier time. It was just funny because they're getting all heated. She's like, well, yeah, I'm going to teach you a lesson at 5.30 p.m. on Friday on TNT. Yeah, (laughs) 5.30 on Friday. People aren't even home from work yet. They're, like, rushing. I got it. Got to see Hook versus J.D. Drake. What are we doing? But you might get new people. People just got home from work. I mean, like, what's on? Daytime. What's on TNT? All right. Yeah, the daytime people. Yeah, yeah that's true. You never know. Uh, well, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm are going to face Britt and Jamie on Rampage. 
as well as Yuka Sakazaki versus Riho. Mm. Genie Pants is back. I'm excited. Uh, and who's this guy? Takashita? Yeah. And Jay Lethal are going to face as well. And then hook J.D. Drake. That's Rampage. 5.30 Eastern time. It's early. That sounds early. We go to Tony Schiavone in the ring who hypes up our world champion. And out comes Hangman Adam Page. Great reaction and even greater shirt. But oh, lovely shirt. We know. We expect the good shirts Ooh, from him. Yeah, he's always on point with these shirts. Looking like the, like triangles, almost like Arizona triangles or something. It was, it was cool. Uh, Hangman comes out and he says that he, he's, he's happy to be champion. He says he's been fighting. And he heard what CM Punk said. And he said that it would be an honor to face the best in the world. And then he says that he... He said it would be easy to say it would be an honor. Yeah, well, no, he kind of, he first says like, oh, like, oh, like, it would be great. And then he kind of flips the switch a little bit. His tone changes and he says, but there won't be a handshake. There won't be no masturbatory Bret Hart match, tribute match. And there won't be any of that because I am going to destroy CM Punk to just a sea of booze here from the crowd. Everyone's just a little shocked here. Because Hangman has, has kind of turned his back. But yeah, uh, setting up this big main event match here for CM Punk at Double or Nothing. I thought this was fantastic. This is, this is beating the, 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 the crowd before. This is, he's like, he's yeah, smart. I, yeah, this, this was great. And this is kind of what they did with Danielson yeah. leading into that Hangman match where I think it's, it's reading the room before it's happened. Um, it, it's also a, a thing where it doesn't have to be a full turn. It can be kind of for this match. I think it's a Edge Hangman needs. I think we say every week, oh, wait, sorry, who's the champion? Because yeah. he's buried in the middle of the show every week and doesn't feel like the top guy. I think this promo actually makes so much sense in the character because it's like, hang, hang on. I'm, I'm the champion in this company. And, like, I'm not going to blow smoke up this guy's ass because... He wants to fight or fight him and I'll beat him and I'll hold this thing. It makes me want him to win now. Yeah, my and course is changing. Yeah. Like properly solidify him beating Punk. And if he's now got this new attitude, uh, it had my attention this week, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a fantastic talker. He has been a, a good world champion. All the matches have been awesome. And I do think he looks like the part. He looks like the leading guy of, of a company. And he's definitely... Doing a good job. He again, the look, the shirts, everything, the title, he, it fits him. Uh, I even loved. He he also mentioned CM Punk isn't here tonight because he's filming some TV show or movie or something, and he's like, "Oh, look at you being the the big celebrity," mm. and that's a huge callback to CM Punk. Yeah, cutting all those promos on The Rock and John Cena and stuff. So like, it definitely is like the the CM Punk again. This this era of CM Punk is my favorite. He wasn't even on the show, but like the fact that now the world champion, like you said, just comes out and being like, "I'm not doing this." You know, oh, CM Punk is here. Wow, so good. No, I'm the champ. I'm beating you. Yeah. Like, I don't care if these people are cheering me. But uh, I love a good heel cowboy. Mm. He's turned from Blondie to Angel Eyes is now what he is. But I'm I'm excited for this match even more so because of this, like, edge. He, what what else would you do? In the, maybe, you know, maybe that's why the Adam Cole thing didn't work. They tried to, where Adam Cole, like, beat him up to, to get Hangman angry. But, like, he didn't get to see him get 
that that little edge on him that made him more serious and believable. And here it was, here and Punk wasn't even here. So yeah, I loved it, and I'm looking forward to the the rebuttal. It's the whole thing can just be like it's it's that Bret Hart line that makes you go, oh okay, that was a little uncalled for. Dax tweeted. I'll beat the shit out of you, Hangman yeah. Page. So maybe we get that match. Whereas the rest is like completely justifiable, yeah. I think. But it was that line where you go, oh, that's a, that's a bit He's of a dissing FTR. Thing to say. So yeah. I mean, we're one step closer to Punk and FTR becoming boys. Yeah, I the, guess so. The Punk's dungeon. Mm. Yeah. Well, I thought that was great. Hangman, don't miss for sure. We get a video from Lethal and Dutt and Satnam Singh. And this is when they call out uh, the the guy from Dark. Sorry, I forget his name, but uh, the match already announced uh, Takashita. Okay. They say that Lethal is going to be facing him, and they're still they're still laughing at Joe, saying like, "Joe, your time is coming too. Don't don't worry about us." They're basically like, "We're going to be." He wants up. that TV title. Yeah, he keeps saying it's the longest longest reigning. Yeah. That. yeah, roll out the red carpet for us. We get the Jericho Appreciation Society. Come out. And do you know who Chris Jericho is? Well, Chris Jericho is the wizard. <laughs> uh, I love this. I'm very hot and cold on Jericho at the moment, but some of these like sports entertainment jokes do really get me. And b- introducing himself as the wizard, why the fuck not? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> There must be someone listening right now that maybe didn't watch the show and like, wait, I don't understand. What are you saying? No. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Oh, they called him the wizard. He's now the wizard. Yeah, he called Chris him. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like you're lying, but no. It's, so but I love on, it. Yeah, so like on Rampage, I think they mentioned something. Well, I guess last week he produced fire, didn't he? He is a wizard. Oh, my God. I didn't even remember He's going to have doves come out of his hat. Oh, that's so funny. And he's got daddy magic or yeah. whatever with him. <laughs> The Wizard Chris Jericho. Dude, this guy's got so many names. The Ayatollah of rock and roll. He was only just the influencer. The influencer. Pain maker. <laughs> Holy shit. This guy is great. The Wizard. But I, I love it. I think it's so funny. You know what he's doing. I, 
I'm sure there are people that just don't understand the right. joke at all. And are just like, he's the wizard he's now? The wizard? That's dumb. But no, it's, very, it's so tongue-in-cheek, the whole thing. It's being the WWE. And I think there's part of him who's like, what? I'm going to try things. Like, what will... Eventually something won't stick. Because he has a good ratio of, you know, things sticking. <laughs> Nicknames and things. The wizard is just... <laughs> I think it's a little game with himself. He's oh, like, let's see if I can be the wizard. You're a it's wizard. One of those things, it was uh, Justin Roberts yeah. introduced him. And you're like, wait, wait what did, did he, he just call him the wizard? And then at the end of the match, he was like, the winner is the wizard. <laughs> That's when I lost it <laughs> <Yeah>. completely. <laughs> like, it's one thing thinking you heard them say, did, did, did Justin Roberts call him the, a wizard? The wizard? Okay, I think he did. And then the commentary are like selling it like, oh, God, the wizard. Oh, JR's like, what is he going on about? Whatever. And then when he wins, it's like, the winner. I've got to say, it completely took me out of the match. I can't really remember no, much about the match. No, because I'm just, just like, about wizards. Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> the wicked wizard of the north, Chris Jericho. Wow, the wizard. That's got to be, like, the <laughs> best. Like, he's doing he's doing it to, to get a rise out of people, for sure. But just so ridiculous. The wizardly world of... Is Jake Hager, like, the warlock? The warlock Jake Hager. <laughs> the wizard Chris Jericho. Is there a movie, The Wizard? That feel that sounds familiar. Probably. The Wizard. There's Wicked. Yeah. The Wizard. Wizard of Oz. It's Harry Potter. It's the Wiz. The Wizarding. There's Wizard Waverly Place. Witch. That's a witch, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there's a film called The Wizard from 1989. Um, yeah. Shall we review it? Yeah, get, get the director on. Is it like about the video game or is that the... the, the yeah, it looks like a video game thing. Yeah, that's like Fred Savage, Fred right? Fred Savage, yeah. yeah I he, don't know who that is, but he's in it. Uh, the guy from The Wonder Years, the older brother of the guy from Boy Meets World. Oh, Bo Bridges is in it as well. Bo who? Bo Bridges. Oh. Jeff's brother. <laughs> is that a real... Yeah, like, okay. I'm being real. <laughs> they should remake it with Chris Jericho. The Wizard. Yeah. It's great. I mean... The the latest Harry Potter wizard movie didn't do too well. Maybe they need to put Jericho in the next one. Maybe. There. It could help. I did see that film. Shooting fireballs. Yeah. Be great. Yeah, uh, I was completely... Jericho beats Santana. Yeah, I was taken out of this because like, <laughs> I just was going off about this guy being the wizard. We were just having a ball talking about wizards. Top 10 wizards, go. You can't even name any. We did already. Top 10 wizards. Merlin, Dumbledore, Gandalf, Fuck. Harry. Um, what's the other one? Uh... No, Wizard of Oz was a fraud, so I can't include him. Merlin is from Merlin's Sword of the King Stone. Arthur, yeah, yeah, King Arthur. Oh, he's number one. Come on. Zack Sabre Jr. He was a wizard in the CWC. Technical wizard. Yeah. Yeah, true. Those are good. Wow, you came, you came correct with the wizard list. I don't even know any lizards. Wiz- um, lizards. Wizards. There's Saramir. He was pretty... He was a bad wizard, though. Oh, wait. Who's, Saruman, sorry. Who's, yeah, who's Christopher Lee? Saruman. Okay. <laughs> um... Then there's, uh, oh, what's the one, the, the brown one? Radagast. Radagast the brown. Okay. Yeah, he's a wizard. He's the one that rides his, like, sledge ran by, like, squirrels and stuff. Okay, you lost me Hobbit. now. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Gandalf, I guess, would be the one I know from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's a wizard. He's got a big stick. There's, um, Shoots magic. David Copperfield as well. I've seen him live before. Yeah? Yeah. When I was a kid, like. 12 he did magic he made someone appear and disappear on like 
stage and the beach he sent them to the beach or something and i'm like well they just they could just play the video of someone now being on the beach mm. from before like, you know what i mean yeah that was that was the gag oh, yeah and i was like oh it's not that impressive i wanted to see like a tiger like it made the statue of liberty disappear didn't what it? yeah you joking yeah it's wow, probably I... a different beach <laughs> <laughs> i know what i'm youtubing later yeah. best of david wizard i like oh dr strange he's a wizard dr strange yeah the multiverse of madness yeah, there you go. The wizard. Wizards are in right now. That's why Jericho's getting Wizards on that bandwagon. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, why not? He knows it's going to be a big hit, the new see- uh, film. Yeah. He'll come out looking like Benedict Cumberbatch next week. <laughs> uh, Shave goatee, cut his hair. The thing is, Jericho came out dressed like... Jericho. From 99. He's got the sparkly shirt and like his hair was poofy mm. again or up again. But yeah, wow. Thanks to our wi- Thanks for joining our wizard show. We hope you enjoyed it. Jericho does uh, beat Santana. There is a, a lot of brawling around the ring, and they're using the steel stairs at one point. Aubrey stops him and says, get in the ring. Santana eventually hits a frog splash for a near fall, but Jericho gets out of it. There's the walls of Jericho, but eventually Santana also gets out of that. There's the Jericho Association getting involved and distracting distracting because Ortiz is ringside, but Eddie, because of the fireball, is not here tonight, and which allows the numbers game for the, the bat to be introduced and the Judas effect, Jericho wins. And then there's a beatdown afterwards from the winner of the match, the wizard, Chris Jericho. Yay! I, I wasn't interested in the match, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I was a little checked out. I, I can't say the feud's doing a lot for me. There are things that make me laugh. But I'm not overly interested in the feud. Yeah, the feud is not too exciting. The Jericho thing is funny, but... I really want to see Santana and Ortiz just break out on their own and kind of just be done with this. They will be, and then... I feel like we've been saying that a long time. Yeah, that is true. Well, uh, we go to Samoa Joe, who's mad at Jay Lethal, and basically says, well, I'm the champ, and maybe... We'll have a little fight ski sooner or later. But Samoa Joe is in the Owen tournament and Jay Lethal is not. Or maybe he is. Maybe maybe he's... We'll get to that. There's the gun club backstage and they say to the cameraman, follow us. And they see the acclaimed writing raps backstage. And, well, they have a gift for the acclaimed. And inside the box is scissors. Because, you know, the acclaimed like to scissor. Yeah. And then... It's pretty much like, hey, uh, we rap sometimes. Hey, sometimes you guys rap. Your dad's Billy Gunn. Uh, did we just become best friends? And so forth, the acclaimed guns. The Scissors. That's the group. Of, that's the name so. group. The Scissors. The Scissor so. Sisters. And I think we found your new faction, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I'm joining. Yeah. With Mr. Ass. The I can Ass see boys. you wanting to hang out with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, I'll make their beats. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Sure. Makes Be- sense. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like the Gun Club and the Acclaimed have joined forces. So, yes, so more. We need 10 man tags now. Is this, ten is this man, Blood and Guts? Five man tag titles. Versus. <laughs> the Scissors. <laughs> Fuck. The Scissors. There's Wizards. What's going on? Is this NXT 2.0? <laughs> I, like, uh, I like factions, though. Oh, Scissors and Wizards. That, that's a good. Scissor Wizards. Scissors and Wizards. How is that not a band name? Write that down. Scissor so Wizards. There's Scissor Sisters. Scissor Sisters. Take Your Mama Out. Yeah. Love that song. But good title, the show. 
Scissor wizards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> we we couldn't come up with one. We were like, you're a wizard, Chris. You're wizardly. Yeah. So if it's scissor wizards, that would work. Uh, we go to the Varsity Blondes, who are in the middle of the ring. We have Flying Brian Jr. and Griff Garrison and Julia Hart, who's just standing behind them with her eye patch, looking all sad and emo. And Brian has the microphone. And he says that he's been humbled being here in AEW, and he's been humbled by the House of Black, which their attacks and personal vendettas against us have led to the poisoning of the mind of Julia Hart. They show, is it John Hardball, a coach of the Ravens? Who is it? <laughs> Something like that. I don't think his name was Hardball. I think it was. Jared, JR kept saying it. Hardball, wasn't it? It was B A U. Did you say Hardball? Hardball. Like the Keanu Reeves movie. Great movie. Fantastic movie. He's Hardball. Hardbore? Jim Hardball. Harbor. Jim Harbor. Harbor? H A R B A U G H. I thought it was Hardball. Like that <laughs> sure. was his nickname. I didn't think it was his actual name. I thought that was like I thought. I they, don't know. They kept saying Hardball. Tombola, dude. When Jr. is talking about football people, I'm like, all right, sure, <laughs> great, whatever. John Hardball, Harbaugh. Okay, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I was just Harbaugh. maybe I was thinking of that Keanu Reeves movie. It was just in my head. Moneyball, Hardball. <laughs> Uh, Varsity Blondes, they say, so, so John Harbaugh was roommates with Brian Pillman Sr. Yeah. The OG Brian Pillman. So that's kind of friends. Yeah, that's crazy. And Junior here continues. He says, well, I'm enthusiastic and he gets very enthusiastic. He says, and I want to protect this person that made us whole, referring to Julia. He says, I want to keep this group together. So House of Black, come out here and let's fight and i was like whoa was he about to say let's can go but he said let's fight what did you think of pillman's promo yeah i, I want to su- like be so supportive of this guy i love like i want this guy to be so successful but he does sound like he doesn't believe like mm. he doesn't have that like that force behind uh like the, almost like conviction of like what he's saying kind of thing it still sounds like he's he's kind of just acting and not the best acting, but I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not thinking it's that great, but I do love this guy. I'm like, I'm a bit like A for effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, he's, he's trying like, but just something isn't connecting. And I almost found the promo a little, a little kind of Cody-esque in a way where I was like, I'm not sure if I'm meant to cheer or boo you here. 100%. And especially talking about the, like poisoning the mind of Julia Hart. It's have we actually like they were being dicks to her for a little bit, weren't they? Um, yeah, Julia would be like, "What? I got my ice back." I, I got that vibe too, and I think that's what they were going for because when he calls out House of Black, they show up and out come Buddy Matthews, Malachi Black, and Brody King. And actually, great entrance here. I thought like ah! their, their entrance is cool, but like having. Pillman call him, and then it's very intimidating him then coming out with his mates. I've said it before. You put, I know we make fun of Alistair Black's theme because it sounds like the, the yelling goats, but if you're like on a, like a nice, I don't know, I'm at, I don't, I don't run, but I go on nice 
power walks, I guess you could call it. And I love that song gets me hyped, man. If you go in the gym and you put on Alistair Black's theme, that's you're... not the one they played though. It sounds like it though. They've got like three themes. Yeah, but they're still. Ah! There's a bit. It. It's not. It's not as much like the goat in the other one. Like it the still sounds goat. like it. Yeah, I can get into it. There's, there's a. Vibe. I've been getting into some different music. Like it, it's good. It's good. I love. Ah! <laughs> it's good. Uh, so there's a stare down, and basically Brian's like, "Come on, come on, hit me," but Malachi just stares at him, and Brian goes. What? You're not going to hit me? You're not going to hit me? When finally they do and they beat them up and then they, they see Julie is in the corner and they corner her and she, she walks over with Malachi Black to the middle of the ring and they hand her a chair and they want her to use it on Griff. But as she raises it in the air, the crowd are meant to be cheering. No, Julia, no. But they're like, yes, fucking hit him. Do it already. <laughs> she can't do it. She starts to cry. They take the chair away. And then Malachi rips off the eye patch. But she's covering her eye. But there's like darkness underneath mm. makeup. And Really? Yeah. It's makeup? Yeah, it's not real. So what? I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. So none of this is true? No. Actually, this whole show is not that real. actors? <laughs> it was... Wow. Uh, so then Julia Hart's just chilling there with these guys and then the death triangle come out to scare them away. But then Julia's Phoenix still there. Phoenix is in a cape. Phoenix is wearing a cape. <laughs> and. Is that a Doctor Strange reference? It was like his cloak, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, true. He's the wizard Ray Phoenix. <laughs> the wizard Ray Phoenix. <laughs> that makes more sense. Um. So yeah, Julia Hart's just standing there and then finally like walks away slowly. Like she's like halfway through the next match. The match like <laughs> starts and she's like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving and eventually walks away. But what a strange segment. Maybe the strangest in AEW history. Yeah, this, this was odd. Just from continuously cutting to John Hardball, uh, to, <laughs> to the, the confusing Brian Pillman promo. It's yeah. We've been waiting for this Julia turn for such a long time, and then this just felt. I don't think the the crowd, the live crowd, were completely clear what was going on. Um, I think they just need to shit or get off the pot at this point. Yeah, I guess the story here is Malachi wanted brian to hit him and brian couldn't do it mm. and that's why they hit them first so maybe that the story is dragged out even more maybe the varsity guys join them too i i don't know uh if it's getting to the trios match of house of black versus death triangle cool that match is going to be insane but as of this stuff it's a little it's a little silly it is <laughs> <laughs> it's very silly uh was I entertained? 100%. Because I'm literally, like, my head's tilted. Like, my eyebrows are raised. Like, what? It was a What's bad What's going segment. on? It was a bad. So bad. So bad. I love it. Uh, I dragged on. It seems to go on forever. Yeah. Well, this will cheer you up. The baddies. Oh, yeah. Your crew. My crew. The baddies are here. And Jade says she's still champ, obviously. And then Mark Sterling says everyone's been talking about that trios match from Rampage. Uh, which actually was pretty sweet. Actually, the baddies look pretty good. And they talk about them running stuff here, period. So they're, they're in control. But our next match, it was a, I pretty, love them. Yeah. They're I great. love, I love them too. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait to be in the baddie section in, in Detroit. We got to get a sign made. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. So we can get on TV. We'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Ray Phoenix versus Dante Martin qualifying match for the Owen tournament. Now, uh, Dante, we know he's quite the high flyer. His brother is uh, off again. Is it is it due to something non wrestling related? I saw, but that he, he put said. out a vague tweet, didn't he? Saying people don't really know what's happening and right. it's not an injury or something. Well, Dante's solo again, and he's going one on one with Ray Phoenix which is definitely a dream match here with two crazy high flyers. And that's exactly what we got here. There's some crazy counters and backflips and moonsault counters way early on when Ray finally hits like a splash to the outside back in the ring. Ray Phoenix counters a move where Dante's like standing on the ropes near the corner where Ray Phoenix double rope jumps into a, what I would call an inverted flying Spanish fly which then that's what Giovanni's like uh, was that a Spanish fly because that's what it looked like and Excalibur's like yeah but it was also like a Russian they both landed on their front didn't they yeah whereas Spanish fly is one on their front on the back back. yeah he said it's like a yeah flipping side Russian leg sweep never seen this before yeah this is crazy Uh, but it's only a two count there's then Dante who hits a inside out face buster and then another one on Ray Phoenix for a near fall he hits his crazy high jumping crossbody. There's a series of Ranas back and forth. There's then Ray Phoenix who goes for a powerbomb. It's countered, but then the counter into a pop-up powerbomb position into a cutter from Ray Phoenix. Again, nuts, but it's This a kick was out. like him doing the Batista bomb into the RKO, but all by, by himself. himself. <sighs> crazy. Dante somehow kicks out. He's fighting back. There's a nuts super kick to Ray Phoenix and then goes up top, but then that's countered into like Another Spanish fly thing, but that's countered where they both land on their feet. So, yeah, they go for the same move again, the that yeah. side Russian leg sweep thing, but this yeah. time land on their feet and have like a, a stare down and the crowd just go nuts. There, Ray Phoenix gets Dante up in the air again, but it's countered into a poison Rana, craziest looking poison Rana. And then Ray Phoenix kicks out of that. Ray Phoenix eventually hits... He goes for that muscle buster, the fire thunder thing that he does, but it's blocked. Eventually, Ray Phoenix, though, gets Dante up. He counters a move into a counter that Dante counters. There's counter for counter into the Rikishi driver. This is the fire thunder driver here. And Ray Phoenix gets the win. Like, launches him. Yeah. He's coming down. Sorry, Dante's coming down on his head from such a height with this one. Crazy. Uh, Looked absolutely nuts. Uh, Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, this totally delivered. It had everything we thought we would see and more. There were so many things in this match I've never even seen before. So uh, I love this. This is probably the best match on this show for sure. Real real highlight. And it's something I'd love to have revisited in a year or so. You know, these two having their second match. Uh, I thought this was great. Uh, I also had... Um, no, I loved it. But I also had the opportunity. I threw on some of uh, Triple Mania. Thir- Triple Mania 30. That happened okay. this past weekend. And the main event of that was the Young Bucks versus Ray Phoenix and Vikingo, which also had some crazy things I've never, ever seen before. Like Ray Phoenix, you know, he runs the ropes. So Ray Phoenix is like on the other side of the ring. And Vikingo does the run ropes on like the six-sided ring thing into like a quadruple twisting corkscrew. And then right away... Ray Phoenix runs the whole ropes and does his own crazy. I was just like, these are, these people just don't, they don't have gravity. They don't, they just don't oblige to the rules of gravity. I will say, and this is a reason why I'd like to see the match again down the line is I don't think, I think Martin does some crazy stuff. I don't think he's got like the 
the smoothness between everything quite as much as a Ray Phoenix does sure, at yeah. this point, which is why I'd love to see it again down the line. Cause if you're doing all this crazy stuff, but if it can kind of not feel like setting up for the next bit at times, it would be even better. For yeah. Me. No, I love all these. It was you who said that Osprey should be, uh, wrestling Ray Phoenix the Forbidden Door. That would be even be crazier. Right. Osprey isn't into too much of the crazy stuff, but look, Dante's like kind of in that spot. Like eventually you'll you'll get older, you'll fill out and mm. you'll your style will will change. But man, Ray Phoenix though is so impressive and so fun to watch. Uh highly check check out that Triple Mania match too. It was pretty fun. I I Vikingo is another one who needs to come to AEW one hundred percent because that guy crazy. Uh, we get the respect angle though from Ray Phoenix and Dante, but Ray Phoenix wins, so he's going into the Owen tournament. And this is when we get a bracket of the tournament because it's announced that next week we have some quarterfinals for the Owen Hart tournament. Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. It's one of the big matches. And then the second match next week, which I'm super excited about. Dream match. So you're saying Sean v. Brett next week? With. Cole versus Cole yeah oh my god yeah 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 it will is that be. what we're getting yeah well we're also getting a dream match Darby Allen Jeff Hardy one on one which yeah I can't wait so and it's announced that there's a, a Joker down the line who's going to face Samoa Joe on the other half of the board yeah so there's Ray Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly I think it was right. Which also sounds crazy. And then Samoa Joe versus a Joker. So Samoa Joe versus Penta. Yeah. Is probably what's happening. <laughs> no. I uh, I mean, I'd hope for Cesaro. I think that would be great. He was known as the Joker backstage with his dad jokes all the time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. His puns. I was, I was, and just like Samoa Joe Cesaro. That sounds, sounds crazy. pretty cool. I was thinking Miro. Okay. Samoa Joe versus Miro. I'd like that. That would be pretty wild. But Cesaro, no, Cesaro versus Samoa Joe. I mean, yeah, he's he's been quiet. He's yeah. Been, he's not done anything. There hasn't been any announcements or anything. That would be pretty bad. And Cesaro has a tie to Owen in a way because he's got the Tyson Kidd connection. who was the last That's right. dungeon. He does the, the sharpshooter for Tyson Kidd, doesn't That's he? Right. So kind of got a bit of an Owen connection there. True. Yeah, Jay Lethal could inadvertently screw Joe. Keeps somehow. Joe safe. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, that, I would be cra- that. Either of those options, mm. even Penta sounds good. So you got Darby <laughs> and Jeff next week. Yeah, Darby versus Jeff is next week, and, and that sounds the nice. winner of that will face the winner of Cole and Dax. So Crazy. who who do you predict? Uh, Darby. At- that's tough. Yeah, Jeff just came in. But all of I them mean, are quite Darby, interesting. Yeah, all of these matches are hard. I mean, to... prefer to see like Jeffy Dax, you know, in the second round. That'd be that's like the the round no one would think that they would go with. But and then Cesaro is my pick, and Kyle. Yeah, Kyle yeah. to win the whole thing. Dax or or Kyle to win the whole thing. Mm. That's who I would I would pick. But yeah, sounds great so far. All these matches sound great. Uh, we go to Thunder Rosa. She comes out to cut a promo. Actually, I skipped over Darby and Sting cutting a very short promo. I didn't quite understand this. <laughs> they were on an off day, I think. Yeah. Was this were they just... mad at each other? <laughs> it was like, I can't wait to fight you, Jeff. It's going to be a great night. And Sting was like, yeah, it's going to be great. 
It's like, what? What's what's wrong? <laughs> I don't understand. I, I feel like they're mad about something. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I want uh, I want Jeff Hardy to come out next week and be like, so this match is now a ladder match, <laughs> <laughs> TLC match. Uh, but no, Darby Jeff. Yeah, let's go. Can't wait. Thunder Rosa, the women's champ, comes out. She says that she's happy to be the undisputed women's champion. She beat Nyla Rose in Texas, and it was defeating the, that dragon, slaying the dragon. She says there's good guys and bad guys, but I'm the champion, and I am la mera mera of this division. I am the top competitor, and that means I want to wrestle the best because I am the best. So I'm calling out the number one contender, Serena Deeb. So Deeb comes out. And says, hey, Thunder Rosa, I have so much respect for you. And and I, I can't wait. I would love to wrestle you. But there's something that everyone here knows it. And you know it. And she's like, what? Tell me. What is it? What is it? Well, I'm on another level. I'm better than you. And everyone knows it. And if we fight, well, then you'll just find out too. So Thunder Rosa says, okay, well, we'll have a match. Do you want to make a bet? Place a bet. And Deeb says, yeah, I'll place a bet for a match with you for the title. She had a great opportunity to just say, yeah, double or nothing. But well, she said, my bet is that you want, you'll be yeah, the shortest reigning, reigning champion because yeah. I'm taking this from you. And the match is official. Deeb, Rosa, double or nothing. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the match. I think both of I've really enjoyed their work in AEW and Deeb is someone who it's about time she moves on from Shida and has a title match. Um, promo, I don't know. I found it maybe the placement of the promo on the show where you're looking at the clock and you know you've got a main event left and you, you're kind of like, all right, get on with it a little bit. It's kind of how I felt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the match. I'm looking forward to the match. This promo was not the, the strongest from either, but mm. I, I am interested in this feud. So 100%, I'm, I'm for it. But... All you need to do is this, to go, hey, this, let's do this match. I like it better than, what, another sneak attack? Thunder Rosa exactly. just keeps getting <laughs> beaten from behind. Yeah. John Silver cutting a quick promo because it's announced next week, CM Punk one-on-one -on -one with the meat man that he says. And yeah, one-on-one, -on -one, Punk and Silver. And he says that he's the, he's the meat man and these humongous stakes pointing to his arms are going to crush you. Let's freaking go. Uh, that that match sounds awesome. Punk and Silver. Next week is stacked, I think. Next week, here we go. FTW Championship, Starks Jungle Boy, Punk Silver, Alan Hardy, Cole Harwood. Yeah, sounds pretty so good. So that's a stacked dynamite. We go to our main event of tonight, though. A undisputed ROH Women's Championship match. Yes, so Diona Parazzo is the ROH Women's Champion, and Mercedes won the interim ROH Championship at uh, the, what is it, Supercard of Honor, I believe. Okay. They didn't do a no. damn thing to promote this match or tell me what the fuck was going on yeah. about this match. Am I interested in seeing this match? Hell yeah. I think both of these women are awesome. They didn't air a single video. They didn't tell me anything. Oh, yeah, the Ring of Honor women's title is on the line tonight between two people uh, unification. Oh, I watch this show every week. Why don't I know what's going yeah. on? Yeah, I think it, it did a did them a real disservice and especially putting it in that main event slot. I think if you just open the show with this and you explained just on commentary, oh, this is a like 
ROH women's unification match and explain how they've held the titles or whatever. Cool. But I think there's a bigger expectation when it's closing the show and it's the main event. And you needed something because all we've had was the graphic last week promoting this and and this match. I think Mercedes what cut a promo on Rampage. But really, it was not on my radar at all. And the the crowd were not interested in it. And I think I think AEW have proved they can build something out of nothing in quite a short space of time when they need to. I think they could have got people hyped for this match. They didn't do anything. They didn't do this. anything. There was no videos to, to promote this or even explain who this person is. This person hasn't even been on the show before. Like, yeah. okay, you're telling me she's Ring of Honor champion and she's from Impact. Okay, so now I know she's losing this title tonight. And it's not like Mercedes <laughs> is on TV no. either. Yeah, I thought that I love the fact that women are main eventing on the show. I love the fact that they give them time. Some time, because it looks like they started this match like 10 minutes left and then went to picture that, in picture right again, away. That, and they've done this a few times where they have all the women's segments like in one bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, got, it made me less interested in the match. And I'm, I, I really like Diona Parato and I, I like Mercedes Martinez. So, and the concept of ROH being on AEW is pretty cool, but they did a, a bad job promoting this and yeah. it affected it. Yeah, 100%. The crowd wanted to support both wrestlers, especially if you kind of do know who these people are. But yeah, I didn't have any interest in it with the promotion of it. But when the match started, there was some stuff here. There's Deanna working Mercedes' arm, doing some arm wrenches and some quick submission holds here. They brawl outside during picture-in-picture, which I I hate that as well. Like, ding, 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 and hey, we're going to break. It's like, okay, well, like you took the break and then just... Like I know how TV works, but still, mm. come on. Uh, when we come back, finally the match is happening, and there's a spear on the apron for Mercedes. There's a clothesline and then a backdrop. There's then a side Russian leg sweep, and Jr. on commentary says side Russian leg sweep. Huh? Why do we call it the side Russian leg sweep? Just how Russian is a leg sweep? Huh? We should we should get someone to look into that, huh? And Tony's like, uh, yeah, actually, it's the side Russian leg sweep because Nikita Koloff invented it. And then the match continues. I laughed so fucking hard at this. I think it was a bit. I think JR did it on purpose, knowing that he would. I liked what JR was joking about. I loved it. This is so good. Uh, say what you will about JR, but he, he got a smile out of me here. <laughs> Maybe it was Tony Schiavone correcting him, but love it. Yeah. I always like when Tony's the one that corrects for some reason. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Because you then watch him on Dark and he's just calling everything Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> what a maneuver. We get uh, a Fisherman Buster from Mercedes. There's a huge DDT kind of Fisherman Buster DDT as well from Deanna, which looked pretty cool. Mercedes kicks out of that. She hits Deanna with a Death Valley driver and then the curb stomp. And then locks in a dragon sleeper. Deanna's trying to fight out of it, but eventually Mercedes locks it in. And Deanna taps out. Mercedes Martinez is the unified Ring of Honor women's champion. I didn't think this was very good, unfortunately. Um, Just the issues we kind of said, the lack of promotion, the lack of the crowd caring. Um, You pointed out as we were watching it that they've, they're lighting the crowd, which they haven't done as much. 
Um, and this show, I just think the arena they were in and everything, it made it just not look quite as cool for me. It was packed, this arena. But it it didn't look like a huge arena, you know? Mm. So I kind of felt that for the whole show sort of took it down a little for me. Um, like seeing the walls at the back, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. That's and then weird, yeah. definitely with this match, mm. when I'm looking at the entire crowd who are not interested at all, and I just like, okay, well, we've got Rampage coming up soon. That's kind of how it felt. And I didn't think the women did anything particularly impressive in this match to stand out, especially a Diona who this is kind of a moment to kind of grab that attention. It's your biggest stage you're on. She looked excited coming out, I thought. Yeah. Uh, like she was trying to contain her emotion a bit. But. Like, we had this open door thing with Impact for so long, and she was pushing for that match with Brit when this forbidden door thing was a thing, and it never happened. And now it's like, all right, well, come on TV, and you're having an eight-minute match, and you're losing the title <laughs> with no promotion. Yeah. Like, maybe there was a bit of boo-boo face with it. Um, I just didn't didn't think the match was very good. No, I mean, maybe that's because the position they got put in. An yeah. eight-minute match that no one really... was. There wasn't really much hype around whatsoever, and... It kind of was just. I didn't. Th- I didn't think it was bad. There was some cool stuff towards the end, but it didn't feel like the full match. Maybe that they were supposed to give. And again, you want you want to be like, wow, look at Tony Khan putting the women in the main event slot here on Dynamite. But like, it it wasn't proper. It didn't feel proper. And it just went to this the finish very quickly. Yeah, it felt as well. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It didn't hit for me uh, at all. I. I would be interested to see, like, knowing the ratings this week for that last quarter hour, because that did feel one of the flattest main events we've ever had. Yeah, big, and big I, flat I, I feel bad saying that because it's the women main eventing, but it was a really flat main event. And I wouldn't put it partic- like completely on the talent. No, yeah, 100%. Uh, there was a lot of stuff on the show I loved. That was probably the, 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 probably the lower part of it, yeah. but... Here I sound like, oh, I'm hating on women's wrestling. Like, no, I want them to focus on women's wrestling. And here they are putting them in the main event, but they still didn't focus on it. Yeah. You know, like they're like, oh, here's this Ring of Honor match for two people that aren't really there. You could tell by the crowd. The crowd was so hot for everything tonight. And then they're like, oh, wait, okay, wait. So after this match, we stay for another hour. It's someone who's not in the company who a lot of people would have never seen before against someone who is barely in the company. Yeah. You know? Just felt odd. Um, but yeah, I thought more of a mixed bag with AEW this week. Um, I continue to like the Blackpool Combat Club thing. I think Wardlow is a real highlight for me every week. That was one of my favorite segments of the night. I really enjoyed that. Um, and the, the Dante Martin Ray Phoenix match I loved. Yeah, I really loved, I really loved a lot of the stuff on the show. Wardlow, MJF feud continued. This, this week made him look, you were right, like the Goldberg, it looks, the visuals, everything. You can't wait to see this guy fight MJF and can't wait to see where that goes. I liked Bobby Fish and Jeff Hardy. I thought that was great as well. But uh, seeing the Dante Ray Phoenix definitely was, uh, you know what? My favorite part of the show though, Hangman. Oh that, yeah, that was great. Hangman getting well. getting a little gritty there, mm. getting a little uh, getting a little ugly. I like that actually a lot. But uh, overall, still always an enjoyable AEW show. Uh, every time uh, I watch, there's always stuff to pick fun at and stuff. But I mean, it had a little bit of everything. It had tournament qualifying matches. It had 
the security guards getting beat up. It had wizards. It did have wizards. It had scissors. Yeah, scissors. <laughs> it had everything. Yeah. So what more could you ask from AEW Dynamite? But yeah, next week's sounds pretty stacked. And I mean, on Rampage, we have uh, those matches also. Hook, JD Drake, Lethal, Takashita. And then uh, Double or Nothing, we have two matches announced. Page and Punk and Deeb. And Rosa. So that pay-per-view is going to shape mm-hmm. kind of shape. I mean, the main event already makes it a must-watch. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a great show. Yeah. They, Whatever they They, o- they always yeah. deliver with these pay-per-views. Uh, but that's it. That's all. Uh, you know, I, I was talking about Freddie Prince Jr.'s uh, promotion. I have up here uh, his notes that he – his promises for his promotion. He says he's, he's he wants men and women to have equal time on his show always. Something okay. that he strives for. So maybe AEW could learn from that. Yeah. Don't let them have an eight-minute main event match. Let them have a nine-minute main <laughs> Longer main event match. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us. Of course, you can listen to all the f- shows on this very feed. Of course, up next, BD Elite and Shot in the Dark. John Cena, not John Cena, talking all about all the other wrestling, NXT UK, uh, Von Wagner is in NXT UK oh, yeah. now. Fuck, we didn't even talk about that last night. That's incredible because he's an incredible wrestler. I can't wait to see him in NXT UK. And it's will he will he be at Clash at the Castle as well? Uh, I I don't know, but NXT main event Von yeah at the Castle. Can't wait. Uh, he looks like someone who like walks around in a you castle. You can imagine him dressed as like in armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Weird thing to say about someone. Yeah, was, but it's accurate, was. I think. Uh, so listen to Shot in the Dark. Cena will cover all the other wrestling impact and everything else in 15 minutes or less on this free feed. And, of course, we go live recording most of our shows here on the free feed. But if you want to hear more of us, patreon.com slash up next. Best match ever. Owen Hart talking all about the greatest matches in the history of not a nugget. Don't call him a nugget. And we have a was next and then so many other shows coming out. But go give us a shot. It's only five bucks. And it warms our heart to see you sign up and give yourself the gift of the BDE. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Shout out John who signed up today. Shout out John who signed yeah. up today. Shout I love you, John. John. I love I you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you. If you sign up, we'll shout you out too. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter and, of course, the Facebook page. And then find the Facebook group there as always. And a reminder, if you're in the Toronto area and you want to go to Demand Lucha May 26, I'm giving away tickets in the next few weeks. So let me know if you want to apply for this little tournament I'm throwing on for these tickets. But Toronto people uh, only if you can go to the show. But thanks for listening, guys. I, myself, Braden Harrington, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And you're a wizard. <laughs> Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. One one twenty three. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.